0: Today is February 28th, day 59 of the Bible in a year, and we're actually skipping in, in numbers because this is chronological, so we're going to start today at Numbers 10, verse 11, and we're reading through 12, verse 16. Numbers 10, verse 11. In the second year after Israel's departure from Egypt, on the 20th day of the second month, the cloud lifted from the tabernacle of the covenant. So the Israelites set out from the wilderness of Sinai and travelled on from place to place until the clouds stopped in the wilderness of Paran. When the people set out for the first time, following the when the people set out for the first time, following the instructions the Lord had given them through Moses, Judah's troops led the way. They marched behind their banner, and their leader was Nashon, son of Aminadab. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Issachar, led by Nathanael, son of Zuar, and the troops of the tribe of Zebulun, led by Eliab, son of Helon. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the Gershonite and Merarite divisions of the Levites were next in line on the march, carrying the tabernacle with them. Reuben's troops went next, marching behind their banner. Their leader was Eliezer. Eliezer, son of Shadur. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Simeon, led by Shalumiel, son of Zerushadai, and the troops of the tribe of Gad, led by Eliasaph, son of Deul. Next came the Kohathite divisions of the Levites, carrying the sacred objects of the tabernacle, Before they arrived at the next camp, the tabernacle would already be set up at its new location. Ephraim's troops went next, marching behind their banner, the leader of Elishama, son of Amihud. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Manasseh, led by Gamaliel, son of Pedazar, and the troops of the tribe of Benjamin, led by Adiban Ad- Abidan, son of Gideonai. Dan's troops went last, marching behind their banner and serving as the rear guard for all the tribal camps. Their leader was Ahiser, son of Amishadai. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Asher, led by Pegil, son of ochran the troops of the tribe of Naphtali, led by Ahiri Ahira, son of Enan. This was the order in which the Israelites marched division by division. One day Moses said to his brother-in-law, Hobab, son of Raul, the Midianite, We are on our way to the place the Lord has promised us. For he said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well. For the Lord has promised wonderful blessings for Israel." But Hobab replied, No, I will not go. I must return to my own land and family. Please don't leave us, Moses pleaded. You know the places in the wilderness where we should camp. Come be our guide. If you do, we'll share with you all the blessings the Lord has given us. They marched for three days after leaving the mountain of the Lord with the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, moving ahead of them to show them where they should stop and rest. As they moved on each day, the cloud of the Lord hovered over them, and whenever the ark set out, Moses would shout, Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered, let them flee before you. And when the ark was set down, he would say, Return, O Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. Soon the people began to complain about their hardship, and the Lord heard everything they said. Then the Lord's anger blazed against them, and he sent a fire to rage among them, and he destroyed some of the people in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people screamed to Moses for help, and when he prayed to the Lord, the fire stopped. After that, the area was known as Taberah, which means the place of burning, because fire from the Lord had burned among them there. Then the foreign rabble who were traveling with them, with the Israelites, began to crave the good things of Egypt. And the people of Israel also began to complain. Oh, for some meat, they exclaimed. We remember the fish we used to eat for free in Egypt. And we had all the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic we wanted. But now our appetites are gone. All we ever see is manna. The manna looked like small coriander seeds, and it was pale yellow like gum resin. The people would go out and gather it from the ground. They made flour by grinding it into in. Ooh, they made flour by grinding it with hand mills and pounding it into mortars. Then they boiled it in a pot and made it into flat cakes. These cakes tasted like pastries baked with olive oil. The manna came down on the camp with the dew during the night. Moses heard all the families standing at the doorways of their tents whining, and the Lord became extremely angry. Moses was also very aggravated. And Moses said to the Lord, "'Why are you treating me, your servant, so harshly? Have mercy on me. What did I do to deserve the burden of all these people? Did I give birth to them? Did I bring them into this world? Why did you tell me to carry them in my arms like a mother carries a nursing baby? How can I carry them into the land you swore to give their ancestors? Where am I supposed to go? Where am I supposed to get meat for all these people?' They keep whining to me, saying, Give us meat to eat. I can't carry all these people by myself. The load is far too heavy. If this is how you intend to treat me, just go ahead and kill me. Do me a favor and spare me this misery. Then the Lord said to Moses, Gather before me seventy men who are recognized as leaders, elders and leaders of Israel. Bring them to the tabernacle to stand there with you. I will come down and talk to you there. I will take some of the spirit that is upon you, and I will put the spirit upon them also. They will bear the burden of the people among you, along with you. So you will not have to carry it alone. And say to the people, Purify yourselves, for tomorrow you will have meat to eat. You were whining, and the Lord heard you. And when you cried, Oh, for some meat, we were better off in Egypt. Now the Lord will give you meat, and you will have it to eat. And it won't be for just a day or two, or five or ten or even twenty. You will eat for a whole month until you gag and are sick of it. For you have rejected the Lord, who is here among you, and you have whined to him, saying, "Why Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses responded to the Lord, There are 600,000 foot soldiers here with me, and yet you say, I will give them meat for a whole month. Even if we butchered all of our flocks and herds, would that satisfy them? Even if we caught all the fish in the sea, would that be enough? Then the Lord said to Moses, Has my arm lost its power? Now you will see whether or not my word comes true. So Moses went out and reported the Lord's word to the people. He gathered the seventy leaders and stationed them around the tabernacle, and the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to Moses. Then he gave the twint, then he gave the seventy leaders woo, then he gave the seventy elders the same spirit that was upon Moses, and when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied, but this never happened again. Two men, Eldad and Medad, had stayed behind in the camp. They were listed among the elders, but they had not gone out to the tabernacle, yet the spirit rested upon them as well, so they prophesied their there in so they prophesied there in the camp. A young man ran and reported to Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, who had been Moses' assistant since his youth, protested. Moses, my master, make them stop. But Moses replied, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put this spirit upon them all. Then Moses returned to the camp with the elders of Israel. Now the Lord sent a wind that brought quail from the sea and let them fall all around the camp. For miles in every direction there were quail flying about three feet above the ground, so the people went out and caught quail all that day and throughout the night, and all the next day, too. No one gathered less than fifty bushels. They spread the quail all around the camp to dry. But while they were gorging themselves on the meat, while it was still in their mouths, the anger of the Lord blazed against the people, and he struck them with a severe plague, so that pe- so that place was called kibroth Hattava, which means graves of gluttony because they were because there they buried the people who had craved meat from egypt from kibroth Hattava, the israelites traveled to hazaroth where they stayed for some time numbers 12 while they were at hazaroth Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because he had married a Cushite woman. They said, Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he spoken through us too? But the Lord heard them. Now Moses was very humble, more humble than any other person on earth. So immediately the Lord called to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam and said, Go to the tabernacle, all three of you. So The three of them went to the tabernacle. Then the Lord descended in the pillar of clouds and stood at the entrance of the tabernacle. Aaron and Miriam he called, and they stepped forward. And the Lord said to them, "'Now listen to what I have to say. "'If there were prophets among you, I, the Lord, would reveal myself in visions. "'I would speak to them in dreams, but not with my servant Moses.' Of all my house, he is the one I trust. I speak to him face to face, clearly, and not in riddles. He sees the Lord as he is. So why were you not afraid to criticize my servant Moses? The Lord was very angry with them, and he departed. As the cloud moved from above the tabernacle, there stood Miriam, her skin as white as snow from leprosy. When Aaron saw what had happened to her, he cried out to Moses, Oh, my master, please don't punish us for this sin we have so foolishly committed. Don't let her be like a stillborn baby already decayed at birth. So Moses cried out to the Lord, Oh, God, I beg you, please heal her. But the Lord said to Moses, If her father had done nothing more than spit in her face Wouldn't she be defiled for seven days? So keep her outside the camp for seven days, and after that she may be accepted back. So Miriam was kept outside the camp for seven days, and the people waited until she was brought back before they traveled again. Then they left Hazaroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. And that's the end of our reading for February 28th. Sorry, I was so tongue-tied.